Hi everyone and welcome. I'm Lauren Webb, the content manager for NES based in Manchester. I look after all things content, including blogs, podcasts, and videos. So this podcast is one of the learning resources available to our NES Burcroft candidates. It's designed to get you current on industry developments that can affect your career selection in the Middle East. Our NES expert today on opportunities in this region is Mr. Zahi Kamar. Zahi is based in Dubai and he's been with NES since 2016. He has a very interesting angle on the topic at hand today of energy transition because he's actually made that switch himself from oil field services to renewables earlier this year. He's going to be interviewed by Marty Setzer, president of EKT Interactive over in Houston. Marty has over 30 years experience in the industry and he's worked on site in Saudi Arabia. Since 2018, his team has provided us here at NES Fircroft with digital training covering oil and gas, power and renewables. Thanks, Lauren. And thanks to our listeners for taking the time today. Welcome, Zahi. We're really happy to have your insights, especially with a massive transition from oil and gas to renewables underway around the world. Thanks, Marty. Good to be here. Before we get started, can you give us a quick summary of your career, especially your Middle East experience? Yes, uh, most happily do so. Uh, I was originally born in Lebanon, uh, also in the Middle East. I grew up in a family of five. Um, I started my, my career as a financial analyst, which is obviously far away what I'm doing right now. Uh, and I stumbled across recruitment in 2014, um, and I came across the job with NES where I joined as a graduate recruiter uh, back then. And uh, eight years later, uh, I'm still with them, progressing to, to management level. I'm based in Dubai, uh, in the United Arab Emirates, and my focus has been since the day one, uh, the energy sector, which obviously involves many aspects. Started my career in oil and gas and, and moved recently to uh, the power and renewable sector. Moving to Dubai was was obviously quite challenging. Moving away from home, it's difficult at start. It's very fast paced, very competitive market. But Dubai is a very multicultural city, and and working for NES has definitely helped me integrate into the culture and into the country. Uh, it's opened up a lot of opportunities for me to travel, to meet people from all over the world, and and to really grow both on a career level and a personal level. Sahi, that's terrific background for our topic, so let's get started. In your region, is the energy transition underway, and in what way? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the energy transition has started um, probably about 10 years ago. Middle East is historically an oil-rich part of the world and has always been for the past 100 years. What we've seen like in the last 10 to 15 years, especially, due to you know different events, for example, the downturn, of the oil prices in 2015, uh, that's when we started to see countries start to change the perspective on oil and start to realize they have to expand their economies and expand their uh, horizon to be able to keep up with the world. And that accelerated massively, uh, especially after COVID uh, in 2020. And we've seen countries uh, in the forefront of this transition, like the UAE to begin with, uh, where they've were the only country in the region that started to explore a, a mega project on the solar um, side or the renewable side, where they built a huge solar park in Dubai, followed 
very quickly by a nuclear plant. Uh, and since then, since the last two, three years, especially, we're starting to see this being replicated all across the GCC countries and the Middle East region as, as a wide, um, wider region. And, and these countries are obviously very rich in, in oil, as we mentioned. However, they also start to realize they have huge access to resources, renewable resources. And, and to begin with, the sun, uh, obviously, it's pretty much sunny here 90% of, of the year, if not 100%. And they started to seek these new avenues of, of generating energy and to meet, first of all, the local demand of a growing population as well as uh, achieving you know, net zero emissions, which everyone in the region has signed up for this on, on different years and, and different targets. But overall um, industry and the overall uh, transition is also to reduce the reliance on the oil and gas revenue and you know, expand and increase the GDP within other sectors, including tourism, infrastructure, technology, but more importantly, uh, the sources of energy. So, Zahi, what kind of hot job opportunities are these new projects creating, not only for recent graduates, but also to reposition oil and gas professionals to participate in the new industries? Uh, definitely it has, and, and it's definitely been a, a challenging transition from what we hear from our clients, our candidates, from obviously senior people, senior stakeholders, and different and various businesses. To begin with, the transition naturally will increase the number of roles. When we're talking about multi-million dollar or multi-billion dollar projects, for example, Neon project in Saudi Arabia, which uh, is expected to spend around $500 billion over the next five years. You know, we expect uh, you know, over 500,000 jobs to, to be able to meet this you know, mega project. And that mega project consists of a lot of aspects and the biggest part of it probably is renewable energy uh, to generate power in different you know, resources in different manner than previously done. So naturally, you can see a, a higher demand and uh, expertise or types of candidates that they would need to be able to achieve these projects and, and reach a level where they are comfortable with the talent in the region. Now, naturally, you know, you look at different parts of the world where they have done this previously, for example, in the West, you know, in the US and in and, and Canada and, and Europe, they have been doing or, or focusing on, on renewable resources since, you know, a, a long time ago. So naturally, the initial resources would come from there. Uh, however, this is only temporary, you know, governments and, you know, countries are looking at how they can drive their local population and you know the local talent whether it's nationals or expats living in their own countries to either start you know for fresh graduates start thinking about joining the industry from the start and, and actually starting the education uh, before that within the aspect uh, and naturally the expats working in the oil and gas sector start thinking about how they can transition into uh, the renewable sector by looking at their skills, what are the transferable skills? What are the aspects that they've learned over the years that they can uh, look to take away um, and move to a different industry? And I started by myself, as, as I mentioned earlier, I have done this transition in the past two years. My experience has been always oil and gas, but there's a lot of takeaways, a lot of skills that I learned over the years that could be a huge benefit and, and, and is a huge benefit to 
my company and also my client. So a lot of these candidates are looking to make that switch. And I can tell by the trajectory, uh, we're going to see this definitely on the upward side. So there's opportunities for expatriates and nationals. But uh, for example, what, what specific oil and gas skills are transferable and in demand? Absolutely. Uh, the, the need is definitely for expats and nationals, that's for sure. GCC countries specifically, the majority of the population is the, below the age of 35, meaning the young generation will play the biggest role on shaping the next 100 years for the region. A lot of these nationals uh, are you know, coming out from university. So the, the education level is obviously increasing consistently uh, across the, the younger generation. Now, however, for the, for the generation that has been you know, within the industry or within the previous different industries have definitely the skills and, and some of them, and obviously not to name all of them, when you're looking at construction of a renewables project, when you're looking at the commissioning of a renewables project, uh, the operations and maintenance, uh, all these three aspects, which are a major aspect of any project, uh, you know, they probably employ the biggest portion of manpower on any given project. These individuals that have worked on huge power plants, you know, that are oil fired or gas fired specifically, you know, these are multi-billion dollar projects that they worked on in the past. They can definitely use that experience within either of these three subcategories, whether it's construction, commissioning, operations and maintenance, uh, and replicate that on the renewables project. Nothing can stop them from doing that, except uh, obviously the fact that they don't try it. So people need to be willing to uh, try working you know, on the other side of the spectrum because it's the same experience at the end of the day. Sahi, I, I had uh, an interesting observation similar to yours when I was in Saudi Arabia and uh, working for Saudi Aramco as a consultant. Some of the people that I dealt with on the Saudi Aramco side, the nationals, it was their third generation of being trained in the West in either chemical, electrical, project management, uh, you know, the real strong engineering disciplines. So they seemed to be very comfortable in their skin, so to speak, and, uh, and making terrific advancements in, in the, uh, local, uh, the local way they did the projects. So is there a, a skill shortage in, in the uh, nationalization side that any of the uh, companies or countries are taking uh, a look at to, to try to get that younger population up the curve on what's needed for these new projects? Absolutely. I mean, when you look at it, it's. I think that the answer to this question, I would split into two parts. The first, you know, being you have to look at the industry as as a whole. There's definitely a shortage on uh, a lot of the industries that are newly and upcoming in the region. So, take for example, nuclear power, um, hydrogen as well, uh, technology and artificial intelligence. So, when you're looking at these three industries, this these are relatively new markets to the region. So naturally, people did not have the awareness on these five, 10 years ago to be able to make a decision to go within that industry or as in to start their careers. Uh, and historically, as, as we know, oil, oil and gas is, is big in the region. So students tend to have that you know, natural tendency to go towards that. But we, we're seeing a lot of programs. We're seeing a lot of you know, international companies and local companies uh, starting to raise awareness within uh, you know, schools and universities to, to make people aware of these 
new projects and upcoming that these are the new side of the world that are actually going to change the world uh, as they know it and they need to be aware of this uh, now the second part is obviously the actual skills in particular uh, a lot of the, the the projects around here you know would require a, a designing stage uh, and the designing stage is obviously where it all begins as, as you probably know marty and naturally these projects because they are brand new because they are not familiar in the region they get designed you know elsewhere whether it's in the west or the east of the of, of the world uh, and they get brought into here for implementation now generally at that stage people are not involved and in people that are in this part of the world however we're starting to see and specifically in solar projects uh the first big mega project was designed in spain but now the next one and probably the ones to follow are have more regional responsibility on putting together this project and coming up with the idea uh, and then obviously a big part of that is going to be done by local talent and, and nationals whether in saudi or uae or qatar or oman uh, and we're definitely starting to see that you know happening more often sahi thank you so much for your insights and experience they will definitely be valuable to the global nes audience and we will also post them to our EKT Interactive Learning Community, which now sits at about 8,000 listeners. You mentioned uh, NEOM and the UAE. Are there any other latest trends or future developments in energy that candidates should be aware of? Oh, absolutely. And within the renewable energy spectrum, um, we, we mentioned solar. We're starting to see projects on wind power generated through wind turbines whether it's onshore or offshore, uh, which is new to the region. We have hydropower down in uh, Oman border between Dubai, uh, UAE and Oman border. We've seen hydrogen in both its forms, uh, well, multiple forms of the two we've seen are the green and blue ones, uh, nuclear energy. And, you know, the thing that sits above all of them is digitalization, you know, that is across all these trends, which is now obviously becoming more and more important including cybersecurity, including technology, artificial intelligence. Uh, and a lot of people will be very much interested in this uh, in the coming 10 years. So people need to keep, keep an eye out for, for these trends. Thanks again, Zahi. Lauren, do you have any NES resources that you recommend for our communities to learn more about this important topic? Sure. So as I mentioned earlier, we produce uh, regular engineering newsletters. That's called our Engineering Pro. You can sign up to that on our website. And I would definitely recommend uh, joining the mailing list so you can get engineering insights delivered straight to your inbox every month. You can pick which sector you'd like to receive insights on and we cover all kinds of topics from LNG over to nuclear, hydrogen, offshore wind. We look at things like the best paying jobs in sectors. We look at upcoming projects um, and we cover all the kinds of uh, topics that you need to make sure you can get ahead in your career. We also have uh, plenty of engineering jobs that you can browse through on our website. So while you're there signing up for the newsletter, make sure you have a quick browse of our jobs. We get hundreds of new jobs, you know, all the time. There's always new stuff going up there. So have a look and see if there's anything that works for you. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on social media. We're just at NES Fircroft. Um, and that's where all the latest news and job opportunities are posted every single day. 
We're wrapping up, and our thanks to Lauren Zahi and everyone listening. Our company name is EKT Interactive. It stands for Energy Knowledge Transfer. We digitally capture the extensive knowledge of industry experts like Zahi. So if you are seeking opportunities in oil and gas, power and renewables, and want to quickly learn how these industries work, check us out at www.ektinteractive.com. Thanks again for listening.